0: You are listening to the American Truth Project
1: podcast. You're watching America Trends, where we cover all the hot topics of the day. I'm Barry Nussbaum, filling in tonight for Dr. G. Find me on the web at findberry.com. Our poll question today, who do you think will be Donald Trump's vice presidential pick? Mike Pence, Newt Gingrich, Chris Christie, or a surprise pick? Vote on that poll today. Do it now. U2America.com or on the U2America app. Download it, please, if you don't have it already. Okay. So NATO pledges to protect Europe from the arc of instability and insecurity. Joining us to explain the situation is Dr. Sean McFate. Dr. McFate served as a paratrooper in the U.S. Army 82nd Airborne Division, He's an associate professor at the National Defense University, and he's also a senior fellow at the Atlantic Council and an adjunct professor at Georgetown University School of Foreign Service. Holy cow, one busy guy. Doctor, President Obama just returned from Warsaw where he spoke at the summit, the NATO summit. What can you tell us about that? Well,
0: I think the NATO summit is taking a a, a serious turn perhaps for a significant worse the fact that the brexit occurred, and that was good news for Vladimir Putin, who's now looking greedily I think at the bulk Baltics at this point
1: so what is it twenty eight countries list Putin and the Islamic state as the most aggressive challenges facing the nato alliance is is Putin in the same category as isis is that- is that real
0: he is because he has nuclear weapons he's one of the few countries that could actually vaporize our country and he's also very aggressive and a strategic thinker. ISIS is uh horrific uh and they're driving migrants into Europe that destabilizing them, but I think that Putin remains a serious threat for not just Europe but for us.
1: So in your mind doctor they're they're in the same category in terms of a threat to the west in and, and at the same time is, what's the right way to say it, as equally probable to start firing at us or planting bombs in our safe places, so to speak?
0: Well, that's probably, we're not going to see uh, you know, Russian agents infiltrating into American cities to blow up, um, you know, uh, malls and areas that are considered to be safe and home. But I think that, Putin has the ability to to, to probe red lines, if, we, if you will. Uh, if he will. If he were to move in troops and destabilize Lithuania, Estonia, etc., and get a foothold in Europe the way he destabilized Ukraine and took Crimea and, and the country of Georgia, that would be a threat. And the question is, would the United States of America go to war against putin over lithuania
1: well we sure didn't on the ukraine did we
0: no we didn't and we didn't on georgia either and the nato summit getting back to your question kind of brings us front and center because we had security cooperation ties with ukraine that we ignored uh... you know georgia has been an able and a willing partner for u.s and nato like missions in the past but they're probably not going to get nato membership um, and the question is does does anybody want to really in NATO go to war against Putin? And even if they, even if Putin did something, NATO is is fairly hollowed out. Uh, over the past years, a lot of European militaries have not received the budgets that they were expecting, and as a result, there the capability of European militaries is shall we say subpar.
1: Well, I mean, if you're Putin, and you're basically X K G B, and you're a thug. The more you push and the more NATO doesn't push back, isn't he being encouraged to every couple of years make a big statement and an incursion and expand Mother Russia into the east uh, of Europe? That's exactly right.
0: I mean, he has been encouraged. He's the bully who's been tolerated. And so it's, it's come to this, like in this past year, um, he's, you know, he's had fighter planes buzz U.S. destroyers in the Black Sea. And the message he sent to the world is: Look, the U.S. won't even defend itself. It's not going to defend you. Um, he's he's raised submarine patrols in the North Atlantic up to Cold War levels. He's done all these things. Uh, he also has nuclear weapons. And the the problem we have is that it's not completely science fiction to say that he might use a tactical nuke at some point. Um, he has been encouraged to be brazen. And, you know, it depends. This is a, an issue that the next president will f- certainly have to face. All
1: right. You mentioned the president. Let me see if I have this right. President Obama said, over the last 70 years, we've never faced such a range of challenges in security, humanitarian, and political fronts. I, is he thinking there's a world war coming? Is it that bad, really?
0: I don't think so. I think that, that Putin can be managed more than ISIS. I mean I think in in some ways Putin is much more dangerous than ISIS, but ISIS is a lot less manage is more is less manageable than Putin. Putin can be put back in his box. We do have instruments and tools. The Russian economy is not approaching that yet. I think that's in some ways him rationalizing a failed foreign policy.
1: All right. Last last shot for you, Sean. Is NATO the right group to fight ISIS in Europe?
0: I don't think so. NATO is really a very state-on-state organization. It still has its Cold War DNA. Um, I think that when it comes to ISIS issues, a lot of those are going to be domestic issues for countries, like how does Belgium Deal with ISIS. And I think that might be an EU approach. And I think in the case of Great Britain, they were like, we want to do it our own way. We don't want to be dependent on Brussels to dictate our policy internally. So I don't know if NATO will have a hand in that, but they're really crafted to deal with state on state warfare. Thanks for listening to the American Truth Project, a 501c3 nonprofit. Please subscribe to our podcast